Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. As always, I'm your host, Coleman Hodges, joining me today, dancing in the background, Swim Swam co-founder, Olympic gold medalist, Mel Stewart. And joining us today, you know and love him. He is, he is swimming's trailblazer, uh, one of the, young, the, the youngest swimmer ever to go pro uh, at age 14. He's a member, uh, uh, this is his second year on the New York Breakers, uh, Michael Andrew. Michael, what's up, man? Not much. Thank you for having me. I, always love, I just love talking to you guys. Like, this is the best. Bone to pick with you. I just want to. I want to. I want to address the elephant in the room. Oh gosh! So I've been watching. I mean, you know, I've been track all your social media because you know we are fans. And uh, uh, I, I, that, the last thing you put up is that is that you that I see on the on the you know, skiing like a professional? Is that you? Was it you? Just confirm, yes or no? Yes, I confirm. <laughs> Wait, bad. So bad, bad, bad. Do you bad, remember bad. the water ski? Do you remember the water ski video from like five years ago? So this was me redeeming that. <laughs> I, I, this, is my, this is my opinion as your elder. <laughs> you need to be safe. We're inside the bubble. Of it's your, a mal- Look at this. Second pro season and we're inside the, bu- we're inside <laughs> the bubble. We, the Olympics are happening, buddy. We, we, I, I'll just say this. We, we've heard from like, uh, you know, our, our contacts, the IOC, USOPC. Yeah. You know, the Olympics are, are you know, we're 99.9999 tenths so sure that the Olympics are happening. Yeah. They're on. And you're out there risking a broken ankle. Being a bad influence on all the other professionals who are just going to do exactly what you did. I love it. Uh, hey, they're all doing it. <laughs> they're all. Doing, everybody's doing it. Really bad. So explain. Explain to our. So, so a lot of people are probably they might not be aware. So is it is it is it still Swimmer Michael at, at, on your Instagram account? Is that correct? Swimmer Michael on Instagram, and then YouTube is just Michael Andrew. Yeah. So uh, Swimmer Mike at Swimmer Michael on Instagram, and uh, so this is where I saw this media. Follow. And follow, follow. If you're not following uh, following Michael Andrew, shame on you. But explain the backstory behind what this media was that Mel Stewart was upset upset by. Yeah, no, 100%. So we are in Turkey. We're in Antalya, Turkey right now at the Gloria Sports Arena. Incredible complex, but we've been here for a little over a week now, and we've got one more week to go before flying home. And so we're here basically on a little training trip with the New York Breakers, some of the New York Breakers squad. A lot of people know this place as home of Energy Standard. Uh, of course, you know, they won and dominated the ISL season last year. But um, we're fortunate enough to have some days off from our training. Um, and so Saturday after our morning swim, we went to the cable park. And it's actually the first time all any of the energy standard swimmers have been there. And so uh, Ryan actually, uh, Ryan the Rhino, our guy, found it. And so we kind of started looking into it and then went and did that. Uh, earlier this week, on Wednesday, we were playing golf, which I guess is a little more chill. Uh, more Mel's speed. Mel, Mel proves the golfing. <laughs> but uh, we felt like we'd up it. Um, and so we, we went and did some wakeboarding. And really, it was an awesome time. But I saw a huge opportunity, too, to make some cool content. And then, you know, the vlogs kind of stopped right after Des Moines. I think Des Moines was my last vlog. Uh, and so I really missed, and I think a lot of my audience had missed 
the constant uploads. And so I was like, it's time to get back into it. And this was a fun, super chill way to do that. But yeah, so like for those of you guys who don't know, we went wakeboarding here in Turkey. That, 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 that you just undersold that. You went off the ramp. I did. I went off a ramp. And the moment we showed up to the park, if you watch the video, Ryan and I start freaking out. We're like, yes, like we are going off these ramps. This is, because it was like, we thought, okay, we're just gonna go and like ride circles. And I was like, this is gonna be kind of boring. But when I saw the ramps, I was like, okay, now we can have some fun. Ryan, Ryan took a kiss to the butt a couple times on the rails. And I was like, I'm not going on the rails. Like I'll go off the ramps and know I'm landing in water, but the rails make me a little nervous because less control there. <laughs> so you'll be proud of me on that one, Mel. <laughs> good, good for you for having some fun. I think a happy swimmer is a fast swimmer. Oh, it sounds, like, it sounds like you guys. Well, okay. So, but yes, but my body is so sore. <laughs> my, my lats and my upper back, man, like I'm surprised I got through this evening session because it was very painful. I check out your so I check out your social and I mean I just like I just like dropping in. You've you since you turned pro, you have built a great business, but it's uh, you've 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 created a conversation with your fans, and you know when you started out, a lot of people were upset because you the sacred cow of not going to college and competing in college was broken, and uh, but you you know you won everybody over because you're like look I'm going to do this. This is my life. You built a great business, so I we check out your social media. Very upset that there have there haven't been any vlogs. Uh, however, um, you put a lot of pics up, dude, it looks like you're getting more swole. It looks like you're, it looks like you've gotten, gotten fitter in the, no, but I mean, you know, just from a standpoint yeah. of like when, when, when Coleman and I talked about this off camera, we're like, you know, there's a, there's a handful of swimmers and they're really going to benefit from this time and yeah. this, this respite and an extra year. And mm -hmm. I tell you, buddy, you're, you're among the top of the list and we're sure. seeing it in real time with your pictures on social. Yeah, no, I thank you. Um, I'm I'm excited to see how it translates into the pool because obviously none of it is really worthwhile if you can't swim fast. Um, and so we're keeping that in mind. But yeah, it's definitely been a fun season, especially this last couple of weeks, really getting back into the swing of just training uh, and not having any distractions. Um, there were a couple months where we've been working on a bit of a, a project, uh, which I guess we can talk about a little later. But now that we're back into the swing of just training and focusing on competing, it's been really nice to see some gains physically. Um, and then now, like even this evening, starting to feel the power uh, that's coming from it. So I do love it. I mean, I like having a little bigger chest. I, I always remember like looking back at photos as a, little, as a little boy and like I lift my arms and like, it's just like skin and bones. So at least that's somewhat like going away a little bit. So it's fun. Good for the confidence. It's that, that mind game. <laughs> I think I think every swimmer can agree that one of the one of the best benefits of our sport is being fit and uh, and being cut and having muscles. And speaking 100%. of 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 training and and uh, these benefits paying off, you know, as you mentioned, uh, the Breakers are having a training camp in Turkey right now at the home of Energy Standard. Tell mm -hmm. tell us about it. How's it going so far? This I mean, this is a pretty revolutionary thing for ISL. Obviously, you yeah. have Energy Standard who trains together. Um, at, at Gloria Sports Arena in Turkey. Yeah. But other than that, you know, no team has had a training camp like this. Uh, what's it been no, like? So, so we are we're obviously amongst uh, Energy Center. We're one of the first teams to have a base and have a training. Well, not really a base. We actually do have a base coming. 
Uh, so in January, we're going to be having a European base, which I'm super stoked about. Uh, not been finalized yet, but really exciting things in the in the pipeline. Um, but two, to come here into Turkey and kind of have a bit of a mock run going into Budapest and getting some training together and then also creating a little bit of a team atmosphere before going into Budapest uh, will serve us really well. But also it just takes a little bit of just a little edge off and then it gives you this kind of like um, a greater sense of community knowing that we've got a little bit of that team atmosphere already uh, which would be cool to then bring into Budapest 100% but no, I love it like we feel incredibly blessed super grateful um, obviously for Constantine's vision just in the ISL as a whole but to see New York Breakers and give us the opportunity to come here to Gloria and test it and put it in action has been really great. And, and our head coach, uh, Martin has been doing an incredible job in leading the athletes. Um, my dad's here with me. And so we're staying sharp and on pace and everything's, it's been really cool. And, you know, I come from a position where I've always swum alone to now going into a season where I get to train with teammates. I get to work out in the gym with teammates. I get to learn from each other and push each other. And, uh, you know, it's something I definitely want to do more of come the new year. And I think we're going to have that opportunity with some of the exciting things that New York Breakers is setting up. I'll jump no. in here, Coleman. Yeah, I, jump in it, here, buddy. it looked like you had something. Oh, I do, I do have something. Now, did, did, just out of curiosity, you, you dropped Constantine's name. Constantine is, I don't even know what his title is. It's, it's, but it's, uh, here's the thing. He is, he's financing, he's financing the international swimming league. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I like him. I, I see a lot of the background. Um, we talked, we talked to him years in advance of, of launching and, and like he was sharing his vision and I thought his vision was extraordinarily creative. And I think the product speaks for itself. How often are you guys with him and engaging him like at this training camp or, or in the past at events? Yeah, I know he wasn't on the U.S. side. I know he was, uh, he, but he, I know he was a presence whenever you're in Europe. So, what's it like hanging out with him? It's okay. So, so it's actually it's changed. It's interesting. I remember when I first met Constantine, I felt not intimidated, but definitely I had this sense of uh, like a nervous respect, knowing like, wow, like this guy has some crazy power. Like he's doing some crazy things, and I don't want to be on his wrong side. But uh, as I've gotten to know him and I see the vision, like you said, and what he's set out and planned for swimming, I've kind, I've kind of gotten to see his heart a bit, and it's been really cool. And it's, it's actually similar to like kind of what our story is. Is like when we started, people didn't quite understand why we were doing it and stuff like this. This maybe is a more clear. It's like, okay, ISL makes sense. Like it should happen. Um, but as people got to know us and as we get to know Constantine and who's running the league, we see that, you know, this is going to be the best for the swimmers and we it's it's in our best interest to work our hardest in what we need to accomplish so that we can kind of meet everyone in the middle and make this thing really blow up and uh and i see it all happening really smoothly and and pretty quickly so it's it's been really thrilling and you know it's it's always still one of those things where like i want to make sure that i'm on on the top of my game and i make sure that if I ever speak to him and I say something like I want to be knowledgeable and studied, but it's also cool because that it encourages me to be diligent in where I'm at, uh, especially as a leader in ISL, as an ambassador, team captain, team owner, athlete, all of that. It, it really keeps us uh, accountable. Yeah, cool. I think for, for listeners out there who, who, who are wondering, you know, who is this guy and what's he like? 
Um, I think the quickest way to describe him from an, an adult standpoint is he's a swim parent. His kids swam. Uh, his kids yeah. swam at Cal. And uh, he's passionate. He, you know, he, has, he has deep roots there and a deep uh, appreciation for the sport of swimming. And then, of course, he is an entrepreneur. And where the common ground lies is swim parent and in the vision for the sport. So if you're a swim parent or someone who has roots there or you're someone who is, has a, you know, they're entrepreneurially spirited and um, you're going to connect with him. And it uh -huh. seems like that's common ground and a great and, and a way to build a relationship. The uh, we, I, I know Coleman wants to get into this and I know he wants to get into this. This is just recent news and we need to address it. It's just the um, we, we reported that the Australians are out of ISL yeah. and then we reported that four were back in. And it, to add context to this, New York Breakers last last season, let's just call that a pancake season. You were the 100 point MVP and you were carrying the team. You're the star. You got some support this year, but you got you got you got Cameron McAvoy. What's the, uh, the status of Cameron? Um, so I haven't been speaking with my mom a bunch on this, so I, I'm not sure if anything's changed. So I can't really give a clear answer on where it's at, actually. Um, I do, like, I really hope that he's able to join us. Um, but outside of that, I, I do want to just express my... <sighs> I'm in no place to say or to tell Australia swimming or whatever the reason is behind a lot of the athletes not being able to go, but it's incredibly frustrating. I'm almost disappointed. And I, I feel really heartbroken for the Australian athletes, especially athletes that are uh, being funded by the Australian Federation and rely on these competitions and looked at this as an opportunity and a very exciting thing that they were able to go to and it would have been all safe, uh, COVID rules, everything. There was a lot of uh, things set in place to make this happen and smoothly. And uh, it's unfortunate to see that now that the league or the season isn't taking place in Australia, it's easy for them to pull out um, and put these restrictions and parameters on their own athletes. And it's just, it's upsetting. Um, but I have no axe to grind with Australian swimming. I just, I feel for the athletes and hope that this is something that other federations can kind of learn from and see just how bad it looks. And really, if, if we can start to, man, I just, we, I don't know, like when we get into swimming, like when we got into swimming, we were always told it's the best for the athletes. Like what is the best for the athletes? And very quickly you realize that nobody actually looks very seriously upon that and it's cool to see now that obviously the league is putting up something where it's what's best for the athletes but uh it's now just waiting for the federations to follow along so i'm, I'm excited for the season i think it's gonna be great um but i am really sad that obviously lots of teams lost a lot of athletes um we're fortunate to have recovered and have good athletes to fill their spots but it's just kind of disappointing that that's how it had to go you know, this is the reason why you're fan. You want everybody over. You have so many fans. Is that you? You you say it, and what and what you're saying is what everybody's feeling, which yeah. is come on. Right. Uh, they're very. We're all very disappointed. Everyone's heart fell when we read that, and uh, and and it felt a little bit wishy washy in terms of communication. But we don't want to throw the Aussie team un under the bus. Uh, no. we, we are there like a brother sister team to U.S. the United States, and we have an immense immense respect for them. And at the end of the day, 
you cannot argue with their results with this tiny island nation. It's not tiny, but in terms of population, tiny, they do deliver. Um, so this on, on this topic, let's get back to the breakers. Let's get back to your help. Cause frankly, yeah. you were, you were the, you were the, this team was, you were carrying it last year. Where is the support for Michael Andrew going to be in season two? Oh, wow. Um, well, we have, we've gained quite a bit of strength and I'm, I'm really excited, especially to look at our, our men's relays, our women's relays. Um, we've got a long, a lot of strong individuals, uh, and particularly coming from to the Russian side in like our middle distance, like 200 fly, 200 free, we have some good range. Um, and so I'm really excited to see just how, obviously now I'll, I'll have a bit of a, I'm not going to like say what events I'm swimming and stuff like that, but I, it gives me a little more breathing room as well to focus on other events and to be a little more fresh for things like that. Uh, obviously with the goal of being taking some wins, cause that's where our points are going to come from, especially with the new ranking system. And so we, we have a really strong team. I'm really excited to be captaining it with Jeanette Austin. Um, you know, she was on London Roar the year before. And so I feel like that's a big snag and we, I love Janetta. Like she is incredible. Um, you know, so everything she stands for with her family and Billy and being able to do this as a, a mom in the sport is just incredible. And, um, you know, we, we have a lot of diversity as we did the last year. I think there's only three Americans, three or two. Yeah. And so we, you know, we're very international, very, uh, New York, you know, we're, we're a melting pot. And so it's, it's cool to see that. And we've got a lot of range, especially with Peter Timmers as our, as our old guy, but still killing it swimming fast. I think he's going to bring a lot of speed. And then we've also got a young 16 year old girl who's, you know, we, we believe in this league being something that's for the future of our generation. And so we're trying to get our athletes in young so that they can continue to grow with us as a team and, uh, and see how it goes there. So it's, it's going to be a great year for, for New York breakers and for the league as, as a whole. I missed it. Who is a 16 year old? Um, I would have to check. I think it's a, it's a hard to pronounce name. Sorry. No, I think he was reserved. You're right. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean to stop the energy. My apologies. No, you're no, you're good. You're good. Um, I should, I should actually know. Everything's fluid and then you're out there water skiing and you know, you didn't brush up on the names and we're not going to throw you under the bus, but come on, buddy. Come on, man. <laughs> Where are you? I know Where are you? my team captain badge is just like falling off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have all of their names memorized next time we talk. We <laughs> tomorrow. We're gonna talk tomorrow. Coleman, yeah. you want to jump in here? Yeah. So uh, you know we're talking about the New York Breakers. Uh, you, you, uh, again, last year you were their MVP. This year. It, it looks like you guys have, have really reloaded. Peter Timmers, I thought he had retired. <laughs> and uh, turns that, out he's retiring same. at the end of the I'm year. So. And yeah. uh, I thought that was a super cool addition that, uh, you know, he's a 2016, he, uh, 2016 Olympic silver medalist in the 100 free. In a, in a crazy heat that was super close, he, he got in there for a second. And, uh, you know, he had announced uh, – after quarantine started, he announced right. his retirement. Once the Olympics were delayed, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it was at the end of this year. And mm-hmm. uh, so then I was like, oh, well, I guess he's still got time for ISL. But so the new, aside from that, the, uh, the New York Breakers, they're doing some new things. We already, we already talked about, you know, they've got a training camp in Turkey right now. They've announced 
they're going to have a European base and then uh, an American base in San Diego where you are. Um, is there is you know what what else is coming down the line? What else is coming down the line for the New York Breakers? Oh man, um, I mean, apart from that, with a lot of the exciting things that have been happening with the league now signing with CBS Sports, I think we are in an opportunity and in a place where we are now ready to start speaking with sponsors. Um, and so that's something that I believe our team manager and also as my mom is doing a great job at lining up, which is really exciting. So we've got things that we can start to unveil as we get into the season. Um, other than that, like we've always got our merchandising. So it's like trying to take this, this pro team and create obviously a business out of it um, and to be smart with it so that we can get to a point where it's uh, fully uh, self, uh, oh, what's it? like it can feed itself type of thing. So we can grow um, and, and kind of make it, make it like a, a franchise like Manchester United and things like that. Cause that's, that's the, that's the end goal. Um, and so now it's just that process of getting in there. Um, but other than that, we're ready for Budapest, like, or Budapest. I feel bad when I say Budapest, um, but Budapest, we're, we're stoked. And I think all of our athletes are ready to swim fast. Um, just from what we've been hearing from our athletes have been training well. And they're, they're thrilled to be racing, as everybody is. And uh, we're going to be ready. For sure. let, me, let me just throw some data at, at our listeners who are out there. Uh, Michael's talking about the, 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 the ISL, International Swimming League, being a business. And, 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 the, and the point at which it becomes a business. And we knew that there was, there was going to be a uh, – it was going to take time. And everyone in the background has talked about this at length. Coaches, to everybody running ISL. And the understanding is that it's a um, just, just for some raw numbers. The reach last season was 40 million unique, 40 million unique people. So wow. if you've got 40 million unique eyeballs on the league, you you've got a business. And a lot of because a lot of people, a lot of my Olympic peers in the background were saying, "Hey, I, this doesn't make sense to me. How's this going to work?" And I dropped the 40 million number. And then I'm like, look, you know, what if you had, what if you were on television for 10 hours last season and, uh, and you're on live on three continents, that is a business. I think the threshold for ISL is going to be this. I don't, I don't know that as each franchise, you can, each franchise can sell their, your sponsorships. I think it's hard to do. It's a lot of work. I think the general managers are already overloaded. To me, it seems like once the brand gets to the point where you can outsource to an octagon Wasserman, IMG, to some, some big agencies. And those are just the, the, the big ones globally. But it seems like when you can get to that point and they can just run with it, yeah. uh, then ISL is going to take off. And it's going to take off in a, in a very rapid way. And awesome. I think that, the, that we were all looking for year two to be coming off the Olympic year and this yeah. being the year. And right now, it, it, this is year two, and this is going to be ISL's the only game in town. So it's going to be a very different iteration. Yeah. It's, what, what, are your, what are you hearing from, from uh, in SWIM outside, you know, business-wise, and the interest in the league? Oh, I mean, everything's positive at this point. I, I think there's, there's nowhere that I've heard anyone fault the league. Um, of course, you can always find small details and communication errors and things like that inside the, the ISL community, but that's in every business. Um, not everyone's going to always be satisfied. And I think it's, it's been really cool to see that, that the general population, everyone that loves swimming, views swimming, uh, is competing in the sport, is 
current in where they are as a professional athlete and stuff, everybody's looking at it as a massive opportunity and something that could really become something huge. Maybe there's some skeptics still, but I think a lot of that has shifted very quickly, especially in this season and the fact that it's even happening still. Um, so it's, it's really, yeah, a hundred percent positive at this point. And I, I'm, yeah, I mean, there's, there's not really anything else to say other than that. Everybody sees it taking off and really they want it to succeed. And that's, that's a cool thing. Cause you know, it's often that something new comes along and people are like, Oh no, like, meh. and it's like, okay, like, let's just, let's just make this work. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's, that's a great descriptor of it. Something new comes along. People generally, ah, ah. Yeah. And so especially, especially with our current situation, right? Where like Mel mentioned, um, it was going to be, you had the 2020 Olympics, everyone was gearing up for that. And then there was going to be a massive ISL season. And now yeah. we have a shortened ISL season, which will then be followed pro- proceeded by the Olympics. Um, it within the swimming community, what you know have what have you been hearing or just what what do you feel like kind of the vibe is of athletes trying to balance you know just like we saw last year well there's isl but then really there's the olympics and you know obviously we i know you're of the mindset that it's like yes the olympics are important but there's also other things and personally i'm also of that mindset and i think the more we move toward that mindset the more you know swimming becomes a real a, a, re, a real worldly sport. Um, 100%, yeah. So, so what, what, uh, what have you been hearing or, or what, what have you been kind of feeling from other athletes in terms of them trying to balance that? Balance the two. I feel, I feel like right now a lot of the – so actually it's interesting. You can kind of look at it as groups. So I feel like a lot of the um, past Olympians, so the people that have already been to the Olympics and medalists and stuff – are looking very strongly still towards the Olympic year, obviously knowing like they've only got a few more months. Like it's, they had a big reset. They've got this extra time to get stronger and train. Um, but they're excited for the ISL and what it will be in the future. And so they're going to make sure they're part of it now swim well at the Olympics. And then they move on to kind of like the ISL and they see that as the next journey. Um, and that's good. It's not a wrong way to look at it. And then you see the other group of athletes who maybe aren't Olympians or they've been there and they realize it doesn't really pay the bills. Like we tend to think it does. And they see ISL as the way forward and they want to make everything, uh, out of it this, this season, uh, and then continue to grow with it. And so you'll see athletes who will be at the, the, what's the six and a half, um, kind of minimum of the Budapest training slash racing season in our bubble. Some will be training super hard through it, focus on the Olympics, and maybe they'll drop a little bit rest and race semi-fast or whatever. I think the swimming is still going to be crazy. I think the the show is going to be amazing because what's nice is with the ISL, it's not really beholden on how fast you go. It's whoever touches the wall first. So that's always going to be there. And so in a sense, it really doesn't matter as much what the athletes are thinking or where they're at. It's as long as they on the day show up and want to beat the other athlete, it will create good TV. It'll create good energy and people will love it and it will grow for the next year where people can then get super fast, break some world records. Okay. Will world records be broken now? Possibly. Who knows? I, I think there's a very good chance. Yes. Um, but even if it doesn't, like it's going to be amazing. 
So yeah, that's kind of my thing is it, it just really, a lot of athletes are looking at the Olympic year knowing like that's kind of what we've been ingrained and that's always been the focus, but they also see this as the way forward, um, whether they like it or not. We're going to see world records. I guarantee you there's going to be some world records at the, in the second season. People are, are popping stupid times and we're like, how are they doing this? Uh, and we're, they're probably healing from injuries, micro injuries they didn't know they had. Then there's also going to be a lot of emotion. So let's, let's address the, uh, another elephant in the room. Fans, comments on Swim Swam. A lot of people were negative about, um, they, said that, they said the energy standard had an unfair advantage last season. And they were, a lot of people were very angry about it. They really wanted this to be, uh, they wanted it to be a fight. And well, they only they, won by a few points last year, right? True. I, I, when we came down to the final, they only won by a few points. And I think yeah. that the, the league kind of proved it itself. But it's a, um, it, you know. I mean, there's no, there's no denying they have a very stacked team. Like, it's, it's fast. Yeah. How, do you, yeah. how do you feel about season two and in terms of the balance of all the pro teams? Break it down. Gee, <laughs> uh, um, so it's hard because a lot of things changed when the solidarity clause was kind of entered because not all the teams had been set everything and we didn't have all of our athletes recruited at that time. And so it got more to a point where athletes would go to teams where all their friends were and not where they would have the largest opportunity for viewership or team leadership or team roles or, or even individual earning potential based on the events they would swim. And so that was an interesting hit, um, but something you learn from. And, you know, as, as a team owner, you, you learn these things on the fly because it's very new to all of us. Um, but you know, it's, it's not something that I can control. And so I, I choose not to let it bother me, but I almost look at it as like, Hey, like that's the benchmark. We're going to try and beat them. Even if we don't have all of those multiple gold medalists, world record swimmers, that doesn't mean that they're always going to swim fast. We have some strong talent. And I think if we pull together, we'll, even if we don't win it this year, which, I mean, I'm not saying we will or we won't, but it's like one of those things where we're going to choose to get better than we did were last year and grow because New York breakers is going to be here for seasons to come. And we're just going to get better year by year. And the athletes will start to come and we'll have our training base and we'll be working together and, and we'll take it like that for sure. But it is, it's one of those things where, yeah, they've got really fast people, but I think it was really good too, in a way that like, it was kind of like a nice little treat for, I think just in terms of Constantine, all of the money and the crazy things he's put into this league. It's, it's cool to see his team do well. Um, but it's also cool to see the way they did it is like they had a lot of cool things set up in place, like the training bases and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens as all the other teams start to develop that and develop their athletes, develop their community um, and become a little more professional. Because at the end of the day, you look at Energy Standard and they were incredibly professional and all their athletes are professional in mindset as well. And so that's what we need to try and emulate uh, in order to do well. So I think a lot of people were also upset about uh, some of the scoring, you know, f rules, how, how scores played out. I, I can't say I completely agree with skins being triple points, but um, there's, there's new scoring rules for this year. The skins is scored differently. It's still, you know, super high value, but it's a, it's a different scoring model. Uh, there's the 100 IM 
Um, I think there's one or two other different things, but what are, what are you thinking about uh, quite a few new additional rules to this second ISL season? Yeah. Um, I guess for starters, I'm stoked that the hundred IM is being added. Like you couldn't make a more perfect race. Mm-hmm. Um, that's exciting. I do. Uh, I like the idea that, I think it's based on the medley relay. Whoever wins that decides what stroke is swum in the skins. So that's pretty fun because if we can win a relay, we can choose our skins and we can go breaststroke or backstroke or something that's faster for me because I have a lot of versatility. Um, and so, you know, in that sense, it, it changes the strategy quite a bit. Um, there is quite a few changes too in the scoring, uh, in terms of like the time barriers from like first to whatever follows. And that's a little confusing still, I think to everybody. And so it'll be interesting to see how that's scored. Um, I do think it will make it more difficult. And this is something we see like, so, um, whenever we did like world cups and stuff, my buddy Blake Peroni would always be like tallying up the scores and what you had to go to get like your, uh, your uh, high FINA points or what place you had to come to order this and win the 50K and that. And so I think it's going to be harder this year for athletes to calculate and see what needs to happen in races to try and kind of control the outcome because the scoring is so much harder to really do just math-wise, yep. um, which will be interesting because now it's going to just force them to be like, okay, like I just got to race. Like I got to win this. Um, so that'll be fun. But it's definitely going to be – I mean, aside from all the rule changes, it's still going to be great. Um, but it's just making sure that everybody understands them, which will take a little bit. Uh, okay. The, the one, one more change I want your opinion on, the jackpot times. That's the new twist I forgot to mention. Uh, signifies a margin of victory winner has over other swimmers in the heat. If the winner of the event beats second place swimmer by more than the jackpot time, they steal all the event's points, which could be 37 individually or 74 points in a relay and 85 points in the skins. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about the jackpot times? Damn. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. You, all I think is you don't want to be the one coming second past <laughs> that margin. Uh, I think what's interesting. And so did they, I, this is something I actually have, I should probably know this, but yeah. have they removed the point deductions for being too slow? I don't, I think that is still in play. It's still in there. Okay. okay. Still get so see, this is another interesting thing. Cause that really makes it a double whammy. It's like you, if you're going to show up and race, you got to be like fully on it. Uh, and it's hard cause you know, some athletes have multiple events and there's fatigue and your legs die and you know, things happen. And so, yeah, everybody's going to be a little more on edge because there's way more to lose. And if you are 80 points behind in one event, like, how do you make that up? Like, that's a really tough margin to make up, especially if you don't have someone that's, you know, breaking a world record in every other event, because that's really what it's going to take. It's going to take a world record to be above those margins, uh, especially ahead of the rest of the field. So I guess it's a, a valid reward because obviously the world record's a pretty big deal. So may as well give you the points for it. Um, but it will be a challenge for everyone that's not coming first. And so we just hope to not be that team. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that seems like it's going to be hard for anyone in Katinka Hozu's events. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, there's, there's, 
And at the 200 IM, like all time, and she was like a 2018. And then Melanie Margalis was like 204, 203. So it's like, dang, <laughs> like that's, and, and Melanie's time is so fast already. It's like, okay, this is, yeah, I love Katinka though. She's crazy. It, 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 certainly the jackpots could make for some interesting situations. Mel, looks like you got yeah. something. No, I'm just saying we're down to one minute, buddy, and we didn't cover nearly as much as we wanted to because we were lazy on the front end, just talking and talking and talking. Uh, will you come back and check in with us? Because uh, we're, we're going to have some more clarity as we get closer to uh, this like season. In, in a couple weeks or like right now? In, in the middle of it. In the middle of it. Oh, maybe? yeah. Heck yeah. I, we, can, we can do a talk every week of the ISL if you want, Mel. <laughs> Every week, Michael Every week. Andrew drops. I'll give you a running play of what's happening. Yeah. Now it'd be fantastic. While we're all quarantined in our rooms, I'll just tell you what's going on. All the games we're playing. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much for coming on. And we're looking forward to seeing you back every single week of the ISL second season. Um, much love to you, buddy. And, and stay safe and stop doing professional skiing stunts. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep doing it. I'm not going to stop, Mel, but I, I love you and I appreciate it. You guys are the best. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.